I'm glad you're here tonight. It is an honor. It is a joy to have Brother Ed Ballou with us. I remember my first semester in Bible school. And, of course, I was not used to all the highfalutin stuff. And I was starving. I mean, I was starving. And uh, so one fellow said, you need to go to the evangelist club. And so I did. First time there. And they had Brother Ed Ballou. I'd never heard of Ed Ballou at the time. But uh, God put him into my heart that day. And he has a very special place in my heart for how God used him in that particular uh, chapel service or that club meeting on that particular day. And it's been a joy to have him through the years in churches I have pastored and a blessing to have him tonight. Let's welcome Brother Ed Ballou to the service. One day while I was thinking of unseen things above, my Savior came unto me and filled me with His love. I was down the battlefield. I was I. I'm going down on this battlefield with glory in my soul. Some say give me silver, some say give me gold, but I say give me Jesus, he satisfies my soul. I'm going down on this battlefield, I'm going down this war. I'm going down on this battlefield with glory in my soul. It's a joy for me to be here tonight. I thank God for the privilege, the opportunity for the open doors. This is not to give you any history that will impress you, but on August 19 and 35... I got born again. That was before most of you got here. August 19 and 35, I got born again. November the 23rd, 1943, 20 minutes after 12, Camp Walters, Texas, A Company, second platoon on the left, upstairs on the top bunk, God called me to preach. That's as real as it can be. God called me to preach. I've been preaching now for 58 years, and uh, I don't regret a mile, not a single mile. I, uh, I find myself now not able to go a lot of times, but the preaching's still in here. The preaching's still in here. And uh, if I were two or three are gathered together, I'll preach to them. I'll preach to them. I thank God for your pastor, his wife, his family, for this church, for the presence of the Lord that I'm aware of right here tonight. I thank God for you. Now, I won't take up any unnecessary time, but I want to do what God wants me to do. Open your Bibles to Psalms 23, and I want us to look at verse 6. And then we're going to the book of Revelations for a verse there. Would you stand with me, please? 
surely goodness and mercy. Say that with me. Goodness and mercy. Say it again. Goodness and mercy. Shall follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Hallelujah. That's so powerful and so profound, I want to read it again. Listen, you know a lot of folks don't read that except at funerals. Boy, that's powerful. Let's read it again. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Now open your Bibles to the book of Revelation, please. Chapter 14. Chapter 14. Read verse 13 with me, please. And I heard a voice from heaven saying unto me, Write, Blessed are the dead which die in the Lord. From henceforth, yea, saith the Spirit, that they may rest from their labors. And their works do follow them. In Psalms 23, 6, it said, Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. Now, so many folks have mixed up and said, Well, that means after I get saved. God was good to you before you got saved. If it had not have been for the goodness of God, some of you would be in hell right now. I'm going to preach on it. He thought I'd want to Here we find goodness and mercy following us. And then Revelation said, not goodness and mercy, said our works do follow us. Our Father, help us. Give me grace and strength to preach this message. I felt your leadership in it coming over the road, and I, I, I just want to do what you want me to do. Have your way in Christ's name. Amen and amen. You may be seated. Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. I look back over my life right now, and I'm sure you can do the same thing. And I am aware, like I said already, repetitious though it is, that even before I got saved, goodness and mercy was following me. Boy, God bumped this break out all over. Goodness and mercy. You may think that it was your dexterity and your ability to drive that got you over here tonight at this place. Uh-uh. It was goodness and mercy. They have come with... Now, you, you look for them and you can't see them, but it was goodness and mercy. Oh, a lot of folks, you know, if you want to upset me, start talking about luck. I have something very profound to say to that. It was not luck that got you here. It was the goodness of God. So many folks tonight forget 
that you just drift off in a slumber land and you wake up at a given time. It's goodness and mercy that allowed you to wake up this morning. It was them that said you've got another day, another hour, another minute. So many of us tonight or tonight we can say, what have we done with that precious time that God has allowed us to have? I read, you know, where God said, I'll give you some extra time, some 15 years. And someone said, well, I wonder why don't God give me 15 years? Oh, honey, listen, He may have already given it to you. You may already about run out of it. Oh, listen, goodness and mercy has been so good to me all the days of my life. I have a cap that I wear. Up across the front it said, Veterans of World War II were dying a thousand a week. Not many of us left. But you know, I was sitting in a restaurant the other day and my cap was laying on the table. A young man walked up to the table and, and he wasn't making fun. He saluted me. And he said, I just want to thank you. For what you've done in your generation to give me freedom in this generation. When he had walked away, I said, God, thank you for bringing me through the snows and the cold of World War II. And the mud is dying and on each side of me. Thank you, God, not for luck, but goodness and mercy that was there on the battlefield. God bless your heart. It was God. You see a wreck and you said, Oh, I come through that. I was lucky. Somebody's dropped you on your head and you ain't got over it. You're crippled too high for crutches. You're dumber than a box of rocks. It wasn't luck. It was God. And I haven't forgot that. I haven't forgot that. I hear folks attribute so much to luck. I was out in Dallas. See, now I have to take my time. I, I have congestive heart failure. A lot of you think I'm pausing for dramatics. Uh-uh, skip my breath. I found out that breathing is real important. You just got to almost do it. But anyway, I was out in Dallas and I'd said something that I didn't believe in luck and I detested the thought of it. After the service, this little punk young man walked up to me and took out a keychain. And he said, as he exhibited a rabbit's foot on that keychain, he said, Bet you don't know what this is. And by the way, I remember it was green. It was a rabbit's foot, green rabbit's foot. He said, I bet you don't know what this is. I said, I better do. I said, it means, it's, it, it's, he said, what is it? 
He said, it's my, he told me, he said, it's my lucky piece. He said, you know what that is? I said, yes, it means there's a rabbit somewhere with three feet. That's all it means. See, God has been good to all of you, and some of you won't even take time to say thank you, Lord. Amen. Now, I'm just giving the introduction to the message now. I want to get over into it. What God said to me to bring tonight when I got here. Surely, goodness and mercy. Now, they're going to follow us so far. But one day, at that time, maybe a heart attack, maybe a wreck somewhere on the road, maybe some other catastrophe will take you out of this life. Your lungs will stop expanding. Your eyes will roll back in your head. Your heart will stop. There'll be no pox. And suddenly someone will say, they're dead. That's as far as goodness and mercy goes with us. Suddenly, goodness will say to mercy, this is as far as we go. We followed him all the days of his life. That's it. But then, all of a sudden, I look at Revelation, and it said there's something else that's going to follow us. That works. Here is the message. I want to preach a few minutes as long as my stamina will let me and God will give me grace and strength to keep me. Each day of our life, you and I are building memories. You built some today. You may not have known it, but you did. Let me ask you a question. How many of you in the course of your life have done or built some memories that you wish you could erase? How sad. But they're there. You can't erase them. There are some good memories. Precious memories, the song said. But alas, there are memories that are bad. The Bible teaches us very emphatic. There is a sin of omission as well as a sin of commission. I remember one day in a funeral, I had been with the two daughters of this family. It was a mother that we'd buried. And I was walking out of the cemetery until they got the grave ready for viewing. I'd known the girls all their life. And they were on one on each side of me. I never will forget it. Suddenly we stopped in that cemetery and they were sobbing. And I remember one, I could call her name, but I won't. She said, Brother Blue, I never heard my mama pray in my life. It was not what their mother had done. It was what she had not done. 
all of their adult life, or all of their life, they had never heard their mother pray. What a memory to build. What a thing. My daddy was a red man, a Cherokee. My mama was part Cherokee and part white. I'm a half-breed. But I'm a full-blooded child of God. Uh, huh? My daddy was a drunk, a fighter. He'd kill you graveyard dead. But I remember my mama, a little old four-by-four four woman, about as broad as she is long. But I remember in the midnight hours hearing my mama pray for me and my daddy. I'm not able to run. I, the doctor said I'm not supposed to jump and run. I may pick out somebody and say, run for me. I remember my mama praying and she prayed until me and daddy got right with God. But that girl that day in the cemetery said, I never heard my mama pray. I remember, <laughs> oh glory, I remember waking up in that little old tar paper sack building. We didn't have much. We had very little. But I remember so well. Mama would be in the kitchen trying to fix a few vittles for us to eat. Remember when they used to make them old cathead biscuits with their hands? Huh? Nowadays, they're in a can. I, don't, I can't imagine how you men have lived this long. Eating them things. Honey, it's a shame. I remember Mama making them cathead biscuits. And I'd wake up with Mama building a memory in the kitchen. How firm my foundation, you saints of the Lord, was laid for your faith in His excellent Word. What more can He say than to you He has said? And about that time, Mama would forget and say, Woo! We had biscuits all over the ceiling. And there were a few beans up there and taters, amen? She had built memories that I never will forget! I remember her shouting in the yard. Oh, she didn't wait to get to church. Out in the yard. She sang them good old songs. Amazing grace. How sweet the sound. I remember after Daddy got saved, he wasn't a man of many words, and I'd see him in the evening going out through the woods, and he'd made a trail. 
One day I said, Dad, can I go with you? Never said a word, just stuck out a finger, and I grabbed it and went down to the woods, across the creek, down the edge of a field. Suddenly, we were standing in the woods again. He always called me boy. I said, boy, this is where I come every day to pray. He was about to build me a memory. Dad, has your sons or daughters ever saw you on your knees? Getting so quiet in here now, if we had a body, we'd have a nice feel real quick later. Have they ever saw you with this book open and tears dripping? Have, have they ever? my kids and my grandkids to say I heard Papa pray. I heard my daddy pray. Now don't bow your head. I'll let you know when we're going to pray. Keep your head up. Memories are such a precious thing. Memories. But memories of a life thrown away. Wasted. Nothing done for the glory of God. Let me ask you a question right now. To your children, if they wanted somebody to pray for them, how much confidence have they got in you? My heart would break if my daughters or grandsons or granddaughters were to pass me by. I'd have to say I have no confidence in Papa. There are some memories I've got of him doing things he oughtn't to have done. I remember him saying things he shouldn't have said. Oh, dear friend. Memories. I remember. I remember so well. My daughters, when they went to school, dressed appropriate. They made fun of them, laughed at them. But one day the principal had heard that a tornado was coming right toward the school and he screamed on the intercom, Lay down on the floor! Lay down on the floor! And the girls and boys said, Oh, I want to get over there and lay down next to Tina Blue. She's a Christian. Amen! See, you may say I'm a Baptist. You may say I, I sing in the choir. You may say this or that. But there's your life. Back it up. 
went back by that place where that old shack used to be not long ago. And I saw that old man leading his little old half-breed boy out through the woods. I heard Mama singing how firm a foundation. She had built some memories that are still nestled in my heart tonight. My daughter, that they said they wanted to lay down in front of her or beside her because she's a Christian. <laughs> One day she was witnessing to a girl that was, you know, bitter and hateful and mean and did not want nobody to witness to her. She hit my daughter. I mean, she laid a, I mean, a knuckle sandwich on her. I mean, she put one on her. And my daughter just got up and walked down the hall and started witnessing to a precious young black lady. And this girl that had put the black eye on my daughter come walking up and she grabbed my daughter's shoulder and was going to hit her again. And this precious, precious black girl, before she knew what was happening, the principal saw it and told me about it. This black girl said, now, she knocked her down in the floor, got a straddle of her, and got her by the hair of the head. And said, now, you listen here. Tina Blue can't hit you because she's a Christian. But I ain't no Christian. I'm going to beat the devil out of you. And the principal said, I believe if I'd have left her alone, she'd have got the job done. <laughs> Memories. But the next Sunday morning in church, <laughs> woo! my daughter that had been hit sitting there with a black eye, somebody touched her on the shoulder, and it was the girl that hit her. Said, Could you please come down and tell me how to get born again? Amen. Memories. Precious memories. Tonight as I bring this message, are you sitting here with guilt eating you up? Your children may not have any confidence in you because of bad language. Because the life lives so shabby. Your work associates may not believe a thing you say, although you're a Baptist. Memories. When I'm gone, when I preach my last message, I want folks to say, I remember old Brother Blue. He preached the book. He loved the Lord. He stood for the things that was right. Amen! I don't want folks to walk up to a casket and say, He was a phony. May I ask you again without apology? Are your children sitting there with you or in this building somewhere tonight and saying, He's preaching to my daddy and my mama. 
My daddy's mouth is vile and vulgar until he gets to church. When you're over on the job and someone said, I, I heard a good one I want to tell you. Do your ear, do your ear perk up and say, I've got to hear this one. Or does your heart go in repulse to say, I don't, I don't want junk like that. Is Playboy your reading material? Hello? Soon my form shall stand no more. My doctor said, I dare not preach. But I dare not go without preaching. I want to preach as long as God lets me live. And if you leave here tonight, I do not want to remember you to remember a polished, cultured, so-called up and uh, high up message. I want you to remember some old-fashioned, slobber on fire preaching. Tired of little mamby pamby pussyfoot and ear tickling backpacking compromising Casper milk toast corner cutting pedal pink preaching. If you want it said, say it again yourself. We need some old fashioned rare back and slobber on five row preaching. Amen. You know what's got us in trouble? People that build memories that's not real in front of the general public. Hello? People that live like the devil in front of their family and go to church and live another life of double standards. Hello? Say amen! I'm going to preach you. There's some of you here right now that you can feel your friends and family and your kids staring you in the back of the head. Your heart's pounding and you know that God's shaking your limbs. You say, are you mean? No. God, no, I love you. Some of you right now fuss and fight and scream and yell and them little old kids cover their ears up with pillows. Here we are in America. God doesn't prevail and work a miracle. We're going down the tube. Hello? One of my neighbors has got a sign up in his yard. It's the little Ten Commandments up in the yard. And right next to it, join it. I mean, right up has Mr. Carey's. If I remember right, the commander said, Thou shalt not kill. And that political persuasion said that You've got a right to kill that baby in your belly if you want to. 
I know I'm all right. This may not help my offering, but I'm all right. <laughs> Somebody say glory! How in the name of God can you say, Thou shalt not kill? And vote a party in that said, Faith for it. Millions of little babies will die. Oh, my God, folks, God help us to remember where we've come from. I'm about to run out of strength. Mamas and daddies, has God dealt with your heart tonight? Does your Bible lay unread? Do you ever pass out in the tracks? What kind of life are your children looking at? Your neighbors, what kind of singing or music do they hear coming out of your house? What do they hear? You are a testimony to somebody, good or bad. You are. Someday, maybe in the next 10, 15 years, I'll get to come back and finish this message. Listen to me. Some of you tonight, and I'm not mean. Brother King, you know I love, I love people. But some of you tonight, your heart's screaming because you know I'm right. You've built some memories that one day you're going to stand before God, Father. Before the judgment seat of Christ. You, you've lived a lie. And you say, well, God will forget it. No, God won't forget it. You're going to stand one day and give an account. Brother King, can I make just a brief altar call? I want every head bowed. I want somebody to come to music right quick, please. Every head bowed, every eye closed, every Christian prayer. Every head bowed, every eye closed, every Christian pray. Nobody looking around. I'll close as quick as I can. I want to. I want you just to play your selection, whatever it is. Don't make any difference. And no music, no singing. I want every head bowed, every eye closed. I want to see the hands of everyone right now. Let's say, Preacher Blue, I've built some memories I'm ashamed of. Brother Ed, I've built some memories that I'll meet one day before God. And oh, Brother Ed, I'm ashamed of I wonder if God has dealt with your heart tonight in some way. Would you raise your hand? Yes, 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 yes. All over the house, in the balcony, all over the house. God has dealt with your heart. Some of you may not be saved, but you ought to get saved. Father, I pray they'll get up right now. Lord, we don't have a whole lot of time. But I pray they'll get up right now and come down this altar and renew their vows and say, God, I'm ashamed of how I've done. I want to build better memories. They're coming right now. You ought to come. You ought to come right now. I want to build memories that one day I can rejoice. When I stand before God, precious memories. Oh God, 
help us, dear Lord. Oh, dear Lord. God tonight help us. Forgive us of our shabbiness. Oh, God. May we realize we're passing through this life so fast. And each day we're building memories and some of them will stand before one day God. There'll be somebody that'll go to hell because of memories we've built. We put stumbling blocks in front of people. Oh, God. In Jesus' blessed, holy, divine, sovereign, blessed name, I pray this prayer. Amen. And amen.